0: Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from
1: beyond the dice. So Here <laughs> we do.
2: Okay, rickety,
3: rickety, rickety <laughs> <laughs> Peter, don't interrupt the DM Alright,
4: so um, we would usually start Beyond the Dice in a certain particular way But uh, first off, let's, um, let's do a, a drink call So I would like everybody to uh, say what they're drinking And if you don't feel ashamed, you can tell us how many you have been drinking of that drinking and then I will uh, introduce the podcast. So, actually, I'll start. Hi, um, <laughs> my name's Luke. I'm the Dungeon Master. <laughs> I have alcoholic. drank approximately, approximately <laughs> yes, that's how many, just over half a bottle of port, and I have started my second one. Wait.
3: Oh, okay. So you started with a half a bottle of port, finished yes. that bottle, and then started another Well, bottle. no. He may, have,
5: he may have started with a full bottle, got to halfway down, decided to start another.
3: Another half
4: bottle, yeah, exactly. <laughs> thus making ha- a full bottle. <laughs> I had a half bottle, I, uh, I finished that, now I've started a new one, and hopefully I finish that tonight too, and uh, yes, good. Words, w- you know, words are going to be very good for me tonight, because um, I also got a septum piercing, um, and what's what that? Well, yeah, where's um, the septum? Okay, bros, I'm a fucking minotaur now.
5: You, you got, you got like the, the, the nose, the nose loop, like, yeah. Thing? Yeah, man. Oh, no! You didn't. I did. Didn't.
4: didn't. You're a liar. Yeah, allowed. I did. I did. I am going to <laughs> quickly um, snap a picture of the things on my desk um, and put them on the Instagram. <laughs> no, I will put them on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it, put them on the Instagram. It, it may actually get uh, reported, but you know what? It's it's worth it, guys. Anyway. Next off, let's have, uh, who, who wants to do their drink call or their, or their, what do we, what do we, wait, hold on. I think this should, this should be a segment sometimes and it should have a name. Beyond Um, the drink. What's a cool name for this? Beyond the drank. Beyond beyond the drank. Um, uh, no, that's a name of, I've just thought of two of them, but they're both the name of a podcast. Really? Yeah. Drunks uh, and
3: Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. That's one. And then also
4: Dungeons and Drunkards. I think that's another one. Um. Beyond the, beyond the drink? Beyond the dranks. Mmm. Mmm, yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, who's next on Beyond the Dranks? Hey, did we all... Ha- everyone else had to say what they
3: were drinking. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. That's, he's, uh, like, he's like, who's next? Oh. Yeah, Trav, you're up now. Oh, ah, yeah, you're up. Um, I'm drinking Mountain Goat Steam Ale um, beer, and it's delicious. And I am unwilling to tell you how many other drinks I've had tonight up <laughs> to this point. You up to like units of slabs, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's it's beyond the drink, and it's be into drinks.
4: Is ma- is mountain goat made from real goats? Just real quick.
3: No, nah, it's it's made from artificial goats. Oh, uh-huh.
1: well, uh, uh, interesting. Oh,
4: artificial goats—is is it like artificial intelligence, but just goat version? Anyway, no, let's let's go. Uh, who's
2: next? What about uh, like the clone <laughs> of a goat? <laughs> it's- like it well, no, it's a goat. like if no. you play goat
5: simulator and you die it becomes dude. A beer.
2: No, they they clone
4: a goat, they then upload its consciousness to a computer and then they milk that computer and then they make beer from it. Whoa. I want to mute
3: this conversation.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
5: okay, my name is Ben and I'm up to my third imported Bex.
4: Nice. Who imported it? I don't know,
5: Daniel Daniel brought it to to tonight.
3: Ah, uh, eggy. And I, I took them. Daniel bought it to tonight. Where well,
5: are yeah, you? to like the, like the <laughs> ethnic food night that I was at, like the dinner party. And then I, as I left, I took some with me for the road.
3: You took it, beers with you?
4: Yeah. Is it, what, ben, why is it called ethnic food night? Because like, it's like a
5: particular,
4: it's a particular like
3: What
5: kind culture, of ethnicity
4: are you celebrating ethnicity? at the
3: moment? Uh, Yeah, is
4: it celebrating or is it like, oh, let's eat these ethnic foods and judge their ethnic flavors? Or eat these ethnic people? Well, no, because because if it's
5: bad food, you judge the cook. You don't judge the culture.
4: That's completely true. If I have bad, like, Chinese takeaway, I'm not like, all Chinese food and people are bad. It's like... I'll never go to that. I'll never go to um, Silver Chopsticks in the main street of Werribee, Victoria, Uh, Melbourne. I won't go there
3: because the service is terrible.
4: I don't think we're going to be sponsored by Silver Chopsticks anymore, guys. <laughs> we'll Just, probably be sponsored uh, by up, their thing. competition, though. We'd been
3: angling for it for weeks. Oh, so yeah. I'm no. quite disappointed by the way that this conversation has gone. But
4: um, never mind. Yeah, I fucked but, up. But, and but- I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, let's um, pretend like this never happened. It's probably going to stay in the podcast. But, but Noodle Box.
3: It's like there's a silver lining, but no silver chopsticks in this conversation. <laughs> Tonlock. Tonlock, oh, where we
4: Main Street, Watton Street, Tonlock. They're the shit. I once lost my wallet No, there. fucking
3: master Walk. That's the shit. Yeah. I love their pink doilies.
4: Pink.
2: Doilies. Like. Um, anyway, Peter, it's your turn. What are you old drinking, boy? Yo, it's Hardcore Pete, and I'm two Canadian clubs with dry down dry. But uh I had to get permission cuz I'm uh, drinking alone. From who? Yeah, you got Your permission mum? from us.
4: <laughs> no. From us. We um, control his his alcohol intake. So um what I shall do what, is try and what, start what about, this thing. Uh, what about, about Jeff? Um something good good times? Where's Jeff? Jeff? Oh shit, guys. J- Jeff. Where did he go? No, alright, so yeah Jeff's Jeff's away this week. Um some some personal life things happened and uh he can't be here. He had to go on a long journey. Um, a lot more adventurous than all of us right now, which is okay. It's more and of a quest. Good. A quest. A friendly a friendly quest um for, for Jeff. Anyway. Seven seven minutes in, so far, and... And we haven't started the intro. And we haven't started the intro, but that's cool, because... Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk world called... New Etika. I'm your Dungeon Master, Luke, and your players are...
5: Ben and I play Cortain, a level 2 fighter.
4: Jeff, he plays Gage, a level 2 wizard...
2: Hey, I'm, uh, Peter. I play, uh, oh, you're an idiot. level
1: two,
2: Art of Assault.
3: Are you just doing that for, like, energetic contrast? You're like, oh, he was too excited, so I'm gonna be really depressed.
4: I'm incredibly pleased to be
3: here. Um, uh, it's like, oh, hi, I'm Little Moss. I'm a I'm Travis, a level two monk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, cool. So, I would like all your, um, all you boys, all you RPG boys, all my RPG player boys, to roll a D twenty for me. And whoever gets the lowest, whoever rolls the lowest, oh shit! I mean... Whoever rolls the lowest must. Take a giant swig from their alcohols and or skull that shit, oh. and then tell us what happened last time.
2: But I'll just finish my my, my second one.
4: Um, you Is should totally Richard? reload that Canadian club. Uh, oh, little oh, Moss
5: rolled a fourteen. Cortain, Cortain got a three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Looks
4: like you're gonna have to finish your um, number two of two beers. No. Nah. you'd have to finish it, but you know. Shots. Shots. I can hear that chugging. Shuts. Yeah! Alright. We'll wait for the the Peter of the Spigs. I'm
3: back, baby! You're really disrupting the narrative. Oh, I'm I was so talking I no about drink. how
4: Spigs was totally crushed by a giant turtle shell made completely of iron. From the turtle shell, a head poked out, a friendly little face with a smile <coughs> and two green glowing eyes. No, that didn't really happen. Alright. Oh, thank you um,
2: Peter, what did you roll? I roll a 7 oh of Cortain. I
3: four. Mm. yeah, yeah.
5: What, what was what was my guy's name that i was D'Artagnan. Tri- D'Artagnan, that's it
3: that's it what a boss
4: all right so
3: maybe you should make that your actual name
4: no way cortain's pretty boss yeah cortain's, cortain's awesome. pretty name cortain. cortain. all the ladies shit
3: I'm blue. it's true sounds like another name sounds like a nickname for an anus <laughs>
1: what no, <laughs>
3: oh do you want to like look at my cortain it's like Cortaint. Cortaint. That's going to be my new name for you. <laughs>
1: <Kortaint>. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Gosh,
4: uh, That's my... Like, one of my biggest fears as a DM is to create a character that Travis will fucking twist the name to sound slightly fucked up or slightly sexual and then everyone makes fun of me for it. Okay. I, I, I should you come up. Um, no, like, if I
5: say... What about um, that character that Bran killed? Oh, wait. What? Don't Wait, no, that. we have to... The bomb to save. And that
4: brand killed on the other Whoa, campaigns. whoa, whoa, Ben, 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 no. We have to save that. We have to save that for the episode when we talk about all the D&D things. Oh, yeah, but you said you are cutting this. See, all this shit is going to get cut now.
3: That's true. There's some we fucking will... gold banter here. I just invented <laughs> four taint, and it's not going to get fucking <laughs> recorded, because you're a dick.
4: Okay, so, Ben, what happened previously on Beyond the Dice?
5: Previously, we finally got into into the club.
4: Into the club. club. Uh, the
5: club. The night's club. The night's club. Yeah, the night's club, spelt with a, a K, not. Was it night time? <laughs> um, I went in as as d'Artagnan, uh, a social media sensation. A social media sensation. Yeah, and Spigs was my bodyguard. Um... And we went in started creating like a party atmosphere I was getting like I went to the VIP area and I got some I got like a posse that came with me and one of them was like what was his name party boy Byron that, that
3: <laughs> party, <laughs> boy Byron.
5: party boy Byron in the house <laughs> what anyway, a legend. long story short we were, like, break- casing the joints. The other guys were breaking in and, like, planting a bug. I went up and was like, fight the police. And d- maybe did a rap. I don't know if that was in the last. Is- is uh, in-
4: it was totally in. Oh, no. Yeah, totally that, 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 that,
5: I mean, no, it was, like, the best podcast. Yeah. You could ever <laughs> listen to. Um, and then as we left, I was like... Party boy Byron fight the police as like security were like pulling us away and I rolled up high on my on my like persuasion and so he did and he got he got he, he got the crap kicked out of him and he I was like the, get the, the fucking best. shit kicked out. I was of him. look I don't he usually lost like his, people. He lost be...
4: one of two of his glasses.
5: Yeah, look, I'm not I don't like violence, but I also don't like party
4: boy Byron. So it was like it was a toss up. <laughs> That's true. Like half- I'm not halfway through, but like during the episode, you're like, "Oh, I, I actually don't like Party Boy Byron at all." And I'm yeah. like, "Yes, good NPC."
5: <laughs> so, and then I got dragged out, and then well, I was dragged off, and then then they the security got off me, and then I just left it dignified, unlike Party Boy Byron. And Dude, I'm it really like mission- happy
4: that you got dragged off rather than dragged on anyway yeah sorry oh All right. Luke yeah All right. you better All right. sorry, cut sorry. this section alright I'll, I'll cut that out <laughs> Sirs, I would like to apologise for that horrible dragged on joke like- I don't even know what it means maybe it's like dungeons and dragons <laughs> I don't uh, fuck that's 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 pretty good all right, so um, yeah, the boys end up stealing a whole bunch of shit from the office, and and then they flee the club in a cool fashion. Uh, um, Gage then he wipes the social medias and all of the uh, links to our friend D'Artagnan slash Cortain. Mm. Um, sorry to cut you off, Ben, and kill your spotlight, but oh um, gee, oh
5: gee, I've lost my train of thought.
4: Two days after your robbery, you have, or burglary, or whatever you want to call it, at the night's club, uh, and you're on another mission. All of you together, you were given the mission by a contractor by the name of Helix, H-E-L-I-X, Helix, H-E-L-I-X, Helix. H E now. Wait, was that it. a double helix?
0: Genetics.
4: Dino DNA. All right, so um, this is where y'all are. Gauge, even though Jeff's not here, Gauge is there. He's in <gasps> the car. Uh, he's sitting in his old um, muscle car with its nuclear reactor engine. He has all of these augmented reality screens up all across his windscreen and um, little panels all over the place. Now, I'm going to roll Arcana for him to see if he succeeds in the little challenge that I set for him. If he doesn't, does he die? No, nope, it just affects the mission a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Cortain, oh. um, you are in an alleyway behind a dumpster. Besides a building which your target is in. Now, your role in this mission is to charge in with a breaching shield, which is a a large tower shield, which can... um, you, You press a button on the inside and these huge spikes sprout out of the bottom. You are to run through the front room of this building place it against the door, your shield against the door, press the button, slam the shield down so it locks in place and uh, whoever's on the other side of the door can't exit. Spigs, you are around the back of this building with little moss in the alleyway. There is um, graffiti, garbage cans, cardboard boxes, all that sort of shit, like just sitting around. You are both by the secret door into this building. Now, Spigs, your part of this mission is to uh, unlock the mechanical blast door that is the secret exit of this building. Little boss, your job is to sneak in once Spigs opens that door, get into the room where the target is in, and, compl- and um, complete the almost the last part of your mission. So, what I will do is I'll roll for Gage now. Gage is sitting there with uh, a holographic keyboard, he's typing away, tapping in the air, flicking sc- uh, sort of windows from augmented reality screen to augmented reality screen, and he tries to tap into. The power of this building and that is a success so Spigs and Moss you guys see in the afternoon light that the lamp above the exit door and Cortain you see that the light shining out of the front of this building goes out you see the lights go out Cortain and Spigs and Little Boss. So you know that Gage has done his job. Spiggs, roll a survival check to break through or break the lock or um, break the mechanism on the lock of this blast door that is the secret exit of this building. Now we're using survival because we've sort of homebrewed that survival in a cyberpunk City would be mechanic, like a mechanic sort of skill. Uh, so that we can, you know, if, you've, if you're surviving out in the city, you know how to fix your car and start up your generator again and all that sort of thing.
2: So, Spigs, roll away. Can I use my tools? You can always use all your right. tools. Okay, Scribs, Scribs, Scribs.
3: Uh, Come on, man. <coughs> Mate, you've had like half a drink. You don't get to you don't get to start calling your character Scribs.
1: That's a great name. she
3: chose. chosen that to start.
4: Damn it. Scribs. Uh, good. Alright. I choked on port, by the way.
0: <laughs> it's all over my notebook. <coughs> <coughs>
2: Uh, I got, uh, 25. 25 survival. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> Booyah.
4: All right. Explain how you, um, break or, um, open or trigger this mechanism on the blast door. Um, well,
2: you, you tell me what's
4: on the lock. Oh, shit. What's, what's the lock like? Um, No. You explain the lock.
2: Alright, well, it's uh, like a standard, you know, like, keychain, like, thumble lock it. thing. Just attached yeah. to the...
4: No, no, it's not. It's, like a cool, <laughs> it's a cool mechanical lock. Otherwise, you have to use sleight of hand to uh, pick I wanted to pitch. smash it with my hammer.
2: <laughs> it's like a cool keypad-like device. Like, you don't know, enter a code, but we don't know the code. So, I get my uh, yep. plasma cutter... Um, Screwdriver out, my handy tool, and I pop the uh, the, the the face plate off, oh, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna reach around behind
4: you, it. Let's just say that you reach around
1: <laughs> and, uh,
2: the, wi- <laughs> the wires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like uh, behind, like there's a whole heap of like wires oh. and stuff. Oh, um, oh my as, god! As you pr-
4: as you're prying off this, this <laughs> I think I need um, an adult. This key code lock um, you notice that the, the brand is called Lockland. So you're reaching around Lockland. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but behind behind the uh, behind Lockland, as I'm reaching behind behind him there's um, and pulled his face off. Yep. There's um, an actual proper lock system like the the wires go into and um, I put the my uh, um the plasma cutter, uh, laser, firing into the lock to like cut it cut it open and uh the, yeah so like it it will like break open. Wait, you got a plasma cutter that has a screwdriver on it? Yeah, since like the start of the campaign. What are you talking about? Like it, you know, it goes it has like this arm that goes off to the side and fires a laser just beyond the point. Wouldn't it, What, point, point of the um, screwdriver? No. Well, yeah, normal one. Would not
4: melt the screwdriver thing? Yeah. Why well, anyway. do
2: you
5: need a screwdriver if you're going to melt every screw you're going to use?
4: <laughs>
2: no, because it's...
4: What if it's a double-ended? Like, what if one side's a little blowtorch and the other side's a... It's, it's,
2: like, the, the screwdriver, like, well, does it... beyond, the, beyond we didn't the melting know what point. the
4: actual design and makeup was of this. Yeah, I didn't realise
2: there was a screwdriver attached to it. It's just, it's been there since the start of the campaign, if you've been listening. It's, like, it's meta. Anyway, so, like, yeah, the the screwdriver is, like, super, super metal that, like, beyond the temperature, beyond the temperature of the melting point, (laughs) the laser is.
4: Alright, so you, you burn through the uh, mechanism, you hear a cool, a blast door sounding chunk chunk, lock, unlock sound, and... The blast doors pop open a little bit. Um, Little Moss, you pry them open. And I would like Little Moss to roll a stealth check to sneak your way through this secret corridor towards the main room where your target is. (laughs) Mate, if there's something Little Moss
3: can't help but succeed in, it is stealth.
4: And your turtleneck is black. It's not your white disguised turtleneck. Oh shit! All right. So do I get disadvantage? <laughs> no, it's black, which means you get oh, you get okay. no disadvantage.
0: Oh, I roll, I, roll,
3: <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. Oh no! <laughs>
1: oh no! So
4: I got right, you force six. You force these- doors open <laughs> and you stand on a rat which goes <laughs> <laughs> really loudly and it kind of splats a bit you pop the mouse you continue sneaking because you think you were incredibly quiet because you were wearing your black turtleneck not your white turtleneck uh, well that's just foolish as you sneak down the hallway get to the door and beyond the door you know that your target is awaiting you now we'll cut to Cortain okay Spigs Spigs sends a little um, notification it's just a simple um, phrase and uh, Spigs give me that phrase it's a one word and it's a little code to Cortain to tell him to move in and what is that word backdoor boom is that, wait, 14. back door? It's got a hyphen between it. It's one word. Oh damn. You get back door come up in your AR <laughs> vision, and oh, you know no. it's time for you to breach. Oh, no, I just got... <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Wait, he's saying it's time to breach the back door? <laughs> just...
4: No, he's breaching the front door.
3: Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah.
4: Okay.
5: <laughs> I grab the siege shield, or the riot shield... Yep. And I will brush to the front door. Angle it angle it in so it like jams. Yep. And then then just lock that in place.
4: Alright, I would like you to roll an athletics check. Just for running in, diving over the counter of this um, clothing store, slam the shield down and press the button. All in one go. Man, I'm
5: going to do that. Bam, that's done. That is that is a 20.
4: 20? Nice. All right. You slide over the desk. You um, do- dodging like the, the, the guy at the counter. Dodging. As you run past him, you dodge the lady that's working there. You slam the shield against the door. Plant it in the ground Press the button The spikes come out of the bottom of the shield Stabbing through the tiles of the store Two spikes pierce out on a diagonal From the side of the shield Placing in the, uh, the door frame And you hold the shield there Now Do, I send, do I send back a message or anything to them? No, nah, okay. not at all. You don't need to because there's a big slam as you slam into the, mm, into the door. Because they know I'm a professional. I'll get it done. Yep. Little Moss, um, you know it's time as you hear this slam and the people beyond the door um, new podcast shout out in uh, surprise. You know it's time for you to enter the room. I right. the room. All right. You open the door. It's wooden. Turn the handle, it swings open. And the next room, the room that you enter is lit with amber lights, some some orb-like lights hanging from the room. And now this room is luxurious. It's got leather couches, big fluffy cushions. There are armchairs in the room, small tables. There's brandy and whiskey over on a a sort of drink stand up in the wall, against the wall. The wallpaper is like a velvet red and it has, um, floorboards with various rugs and such. Now, there is a bodyguard, a single, sorry, not a single, two bodyguards in white suits. One is facing the door, pointing a gun at it. The other is standing next to your target pointing a taser at the door because he heard the mouse scream out in pain before it exploded under your foot. As you enter the room, the your target yells out in surprise.
1: <coughs>
4: the bodyguard fires his taser shot. A little energy bolt fires out of his gun and I need you to make a dex saving throw for me with disadvantage.
3: Oh really? Can I not um, use my st- step on the wind to like dodge? Patient
4: what step. What is step on the wind? What is it? Tell me what it is.
3: Uh, it's actually patient. Patient defense is like my monk senses using my my key to dodge out of the way. It's a bonus action.
4: And so, what what is it? What's the flavor of it? Uh, like, what's What's the rule? I mean,
3: or the So, as a bonus action, you know, I can make a dodge action for free, because I use unarmed strikes as a monk, and so I'm used to close quarters fighting, so I imagine that I could just step out of the way if I saw it coming.
4: Cool, but you rolled a one, so you have to make a dex saving throw (sighs) with disadvantage With a disadvantage, okay, (laughs) alright. Because
1: I'm an evil dungeon master. Uh, Fair enough.
3: Uh, okay, deck saving throw. Uh, 14. Oh, wait, hold on, I've got to roll again. Yep, 14.
4: All right, you dodge this little energy bolt that fires, slams against the wall next to you, and fizzles out. Now, I um, need you to make a, a, just maybe a melee attack. If you want to render this guy unconscious, you can. Otherwise, you tell me what you do.
3: Um, I don't want to render him. Well, is he going to yell? I presume he would.
4: He's he's a bodyguard, so yeah, all out to his friend who has a gun pointing at the wall.
3: Yeah, I just want to. I want to basically stun him so that he, like, I don't care if he's unconscious or not, but I don't want him to be able to speak. So maybe just a light jab into the throat.
4: All right, roll your attack, sir. This I can do. All right. <laughs> Uh, 24. Awesome. So you shoot your hand out really quick, chopping this guy in the throat. He grabs it and he's like, "Ah, ah, ah," and he stumbles back, falling onto an armchair. The guy, the bodyguard at the door notices nothing. He's pointing his pistol at the door that Cortain slammed into. And he's waiting for somebody to come Uh, from there.
3: See, I'm a stealth master. I told you.
4: Your target falls down onto another armchair. She is wearing a mint sequin dress and her blue hair cascades down her shoulders. She yelps as you move close to her. You reach into your backpack. You were given this backpack specially for this mission. Now you pull out the plastic file and extract the primary object. Then you reach into the pocket, which you spent a few days beforehand stitching into your turtleneck to extract the secondary object required to complete this mission. Now, I want you to roll some sort of charisma check, whether it's persuasion, intimidation, uh, any of those sort of charisma-based checks, to convince the celebrity, Mindy Mendroza, uh, to give you her autograph. Uh, Nine nine
0: mm-hmm. okay can i flex my
3: mm-hmm. muscles for like advantage or something
4: uh let's see uh wait wait what type of charisma, charisma check are you doing first
2: um, he, uh yeah he's intimidating <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no um the, the other one <laughs> persuasion
4: persuasion yeah. okay i will give you a plus two So which makes 13 oh,
3: uh yeah no you're right 11
4: at first, she's afraid, but then she sees your bulking muscles underneath your incredibly tight turtleneck, and she takes the image, that you this printed image of her, this photo of her, and the Sharpie, or wait, wait Sharpie's a brand, we can't call it that, and the uh, permotexter from your other hand, you say...
3: Oh, hey, um... Can I have your autograph? <laughs>
4: uh,
0: sure. Just don't hurt me.
4: And she signs Mindy Mendroza on my on bicep the image. No, on the fucking photo that you handed her. Fine. She then passes the photo and the um, the Permatexta back to you. You place the photo in the uh, plastic sleeve or plastic file, and as per mission parameters. You tell your party and your crew to make a clean getaway. What do you say? Um. Whoa, these these spaces, man, could be filled by, like, fucking... <laughs> Come on. What do you say? Thank you. No. What do you say to your team to make the getaway?
3: Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, let's fondue
4: Jesus. this.
0: And then all right, you guys get
4: a communication across all of your uh, com channels of Little Must saying, "Let's Fon do <laughs> this." He then charges back the way he Let's, came. Isn't
5: that what you say when we're going in, like not when yeah, we're leaving? Probably. Let's but- Fon,
3: don't this.
4: <laughs> do we succeed or not, little moss? Are we... When did a f- when did a fondue? Ha- what does a fucking fondue have to do with anything in this situation? I, anyway, I thought about Spigs, something else that was happening today. Is, I'm sorry. Why just fond?
3: Don't man.
4: Spigs, you are sitting in your uh, in your truck, um, out the back and the alleyway behind this building. You get the communication. You oh, start your engine. Oh, hold on, can, uh, Cortain. You know it's time I, I to. Uh, remove the shield and run back to uh, Gage's car so you can make it get away. So Spigs,
2: can, can I quickly um, do something? Sorry. Can I? Can I? Can I do something? So Spigs is in his ute, uh, his car, and he's uh, looking up uh, Ask Jeeves <laughs> trying to translate <laughs> what our <ask> uh, fondue <laughs> is. Oh my
3: god.
4: A fondue is a brand of, um, you know what a fondue is. It's a cheese fountain that you dip, um, some, some chewish, chewy bread in. uh, Chewy. And then you (laughs) chow down on it. (laughs) Chewy. Star Wars character? Some chewish bread. Some chew, like chewy. 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 C-H-E-W-Y. Chewy. Chewy.
0: <laughs>
3: anyway, oh, I'm not. As you, I'm sorry, as you're ask, Luke. I should pay
4: more attention. Uh, as um uh, as you ask Jeeves things, <laughs> he gives uh, you Mister <laughs> misdirected answers. <laughs> it takes you to a it takes you to a bread based adult website. Uh, no, um, little moss. <laughs> jumps in the side of the truck and slams the door, you know it's time to speed off. Cortain, you run to Gage's car, throw the shield in the back seat. He tells you to get in and you do so, as at the same time, you both, Spigs and Gage, speed off away from this building, away from your target. Now, Spigs and Little Moss, You stop off at this uh, small coffee shop and you go to table number five as directed per the mission parameters. You place the file down on the table and you simply walk away, delivering the package. A few minutes later, you all get a notification from Helix, the, um, the contractor for this mission. And all you guys get is a thumbs up and the words, well done, in a sparkly font. It's nice. You guys make your way back to the Crooked Candle. Now, this is a place that you have been offered up by one of Spig's friends to conduct missions from. So, Spig's friend, whose name is Budge Boldbuckler, he's a a dwarf. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He, um, he offers up his pub, his tavern, um, as a place for you guys to meet up, talk about things so that you know that um, people aren't listening. Uh, you know, that your your mission and your, your plans aren't going to be overheard. So, you get back to the Crooked Candle, parking your cars in an old garage behind the Crooked Candle. And you wander up to the tavern. The tavern, or pub, as some people call it, is a small but lively place. Its red stone bricks are dirty with age. And there's a neon sign that reads the name of the tavern, the crooked candle. And there is a little neon image of a candle that is slightly broken halfway down. And the, um, and the top half of the candle is on a lean. The flame of the candle blinks off and on. There is an apartment block above the bar, above the tavern, above the pub, whichever one you want to call it, like most shops in Darkhaven. You enter the front door and Budge, bold buckler, a plump older dwarf with a pair of aged but high-tech reading glasses that are sitting on the edge of his bulbous nose, nods to you. And the barkeep calls out to Spigs as he's the first person to enter. And he says, Spigs!
0: The fucking air is broken down again! Could you, uh, have a look at it later tonight? Oh, actually Spigs, I've done what I promised. The basement is ready for your use. Head downstairs
4: and have a look. I'll bring ye some beers. Oh, sounds good. As you guys enter the bar, uh, Budge also calls out to you, Helix just sent me a message. His client is super happy with the job that you done for him and he winks at you guys. Budge drops his little cloth that he had on the floor and he sighs. A hobgoblin, hobgoblin who's leaning on the bar nods to Budge. Budge ignores the cloth, he reaches into the fridge behind him. Takes out two bottles, places the two beers in front of the Hobgoblin, who's wearing a bright blue jumper. The Hobgoblin nods once again, chucks a few chips or creds down on the bar, collects his beers, and walks back to the table where his human friend awaits his drink. Budge sees a spill on the counter. He grabs his beard and wipes away the liquid with the greying point of his beard. Now, as you walk through this familiar bar, Spigs, you see the classic Waste Racer teams um, standing around their vehicles in uh, photos and displays all over the bar. Budge loves the Waste Racers, though he thinks that the Waste Racers these days are focused on, them, on
0: the killing of, of the race, the blowing up of things. The loose beasties on the track that they turn to roadkill. Back in the day, it was about the skill
4: of the drivers, the team, and the and, and all the challenges they overcome. You see a few regulars playing pool, some playing darts, but most of the patrons are drinking and watching various sports on the Ath Elite Channel on the Wolfcom network. You head towards the stairs. That lead down to the basement and passing the booths in the back of the pub through the corridor to the toilets. I didn't fucking forget toilets these this time, guys. All right. So, cool. And the rear exit of the tavern. Now, when you head down these stairs, the lights in the room below flicker on automatically as you open the door to the newly converted basement The old wooden stairs creak as you make your way down, and you see the little room in its little glory. There is a table in the southwest corner of the room. It's the first thing you see, with various ammo cases and magazines, like weapon magazines, resting atop the old wooden table. You see two old couches, one tan leather couch and one brown fabric one. (coughs) Oh, that was very watery. (laughs) In the front of the couches is a small round table and a pretty uh, large display screen for watching TV, surfing the network or planning jobs. Off to the northeast and the southeast of the room are various crates, barrels and boxes, as this room was once a storage room for the crooked candle. The cement floor is covered in old rugs and pieces of carpet. One of the pieces is a kid's cartoon version of Dark Haven streets and roads uh, that children would use to push little toy cars along. There are two beds in the northwest corner of the room next to the stairs with an old wooden keg between them and a a lamp atop it. In the room... Sweeping some dust into a pan is a goblin. You all met him yesterday, but Spigs, you have known him for around probably like 10 years or so. His name is Aki, and Aki stands to about four foot tall. He has big brown eyes, a small black topknot upon his little green goblin head, and large goblin ears that poke out like jet wings. He's wearing an oversized purple and white Slaughter Skags Waist Race Team Jersey. And he seems to be wearing no pants as this oversized jersey hangs down to about his knees. There are a pair of round welding goggles around his neck. And as he sees you all exit the stairs into the room, he says, Hey, dudes, how you going? Do you like what I've done with your new hideout? I stole these fucking carpets from my auntie's place. She's a hoarder. She won't notice. Anyway, Little Moss, you gotta tell me about your new mission. What happened, man? What's going on? I
3: walked into a room and there was a man and then he went to sleep. And then there was another man facing in the other direction, facing the door with a gun. And then... And then this lady offered me her autograph and I asked her to put it on my bicep but then she wrote it on something else. Ah. Cool,
0: I guess.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, Super stealthy, you know. Like, they didn't even see me
4: coming. As you're saying this, Budge waddles down the stairs. His metallic leg, his peg leg, thunking on the wooden steps. He brings down a big white and blue esky and sets it on the floor next to the round coffee table in front of the couches. And he says, Here you go, boys. Have a beer on the house. And after that, I'll be keeping a tab. (laughs) He makes his way back up the stairs pretty quickly towards his pub. And once he leaves, Aki says, I'll be sneaking you motherfuckers a few beers now and then. So don't you worry. Your ass is off about the tab. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Everyone's nice. This is uh, really nice. Hey, uh, thanks for fixing up this place.
4: Yeah, man, like...
2: Looks pretty good.
4: I spent the last few days cleaning out all the old boxes and crates and putting them out back in the alley. And, uh... This is this is your place now, dudes. You can use this for missions. You can use this for, for resting. You can use this for, you know, whatever you what you think you need. You know, cleaning your guns, sharpening your swords, all that sort of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Does it uh, have a place to store like vehicles? Like you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like where so you parked
4: you your gar- where you parked your cars before before you entered the before you entered the bar, the tavern, the pub. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I thought I mean, like, uh, straight access no. to the rooms, and then I can fix fix stuff, and... We haven't... Nah, it's not, like... Yeah. No. Sorry.
4: <laughs> hey, little goblin. Uh. Yeah, my name's Aki, but cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
5: you sound like you like to party. I'm walking uh, here.
4: Nah, yeah. I don't drink... Uh, a beer if that's what you're asking i kind of just like you know clean up and get all the things done but the only thing i can't do is uh fix the the air cooler the air conditioning i can't so you know I'm, I'm no good at that yeah yeah
5: so you wouldn't say you're a party boy
4: Nah, i'm not a party boy at all really i'm kind of you know i like to read books and watch um the wa- the waste races and that stuff
5: we good What's a book? Uh, what's a book? What do you mean, what's a book? You're like a what mechanic. Do you mean, what's a book? Surely you
2: read a book. You know, it's like a, you mean like a text document. Yeah, but you like, mean. you know, like a book, like printed. Printed? This is like, you know, this is oh, yeah. like the future. <laughs> uh, we yeah, we yeah, yeah, what do you mean yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. future? Anyway, guys, i gotta, I got
4: to go upstairs this is a, you know, before Budge comes down and busts my ass for being a lazy piece of shit. Because he always calls me that. He says, Aki, you're a lazy piece of shit, Aki, you motherfucking lazy piece of shit. Uh, ha, ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. All right, guys. And he, uh, What's he, hit, <laughs> he heads up the stairs, uh, back up to the, uh, the table. <laughs> Um, it's been, you know, a pretty long day of scouting out this place and waiting for your target, um, Mindy Mandroza, to appear at the clothing store where she showed off some new lines of clothing. Uh, and then she sat down in the VIP room behind the, um, you know, behind this, behind, in, the, in the building. Um, so, you guys sit down, crack open a few beers after a tiring mission. The TV's on and a show called Cooking with Rognar comes on. Now, he's a full-blooded orc, which is uh, pretty rare to see these days. And he's standing with his guest, an elf woman. They're talking about ancient cuisines and how hard it is to get the tantril root and the bell valis leaves for a particularly famous alven dish. You're sitting there. And, um, you know, do you guys have, like, want to have a conversation or I, I open, I open the floor for some RP. Go.
2: Hey, uh, you know, like, is, don't you find it hard to, like, choose your, your, your bread when you're, like, doing these cooking things? Like, you want to make sure it's all, like, moist and not, like, super dry when I, you get I don't the know, bread. I've
5: never eaten the food they cook on cooking shows. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but like conceptually,
3: but, yeah. we all agree that desert bread is not right.
1: Anything yeah,
3: yeah, you know, you like don't... Like bread that's so dry, it's yeah, like, like it dust. turns to sand in your
2: anticipating mouth. Yeah, you don't you don't want to like purchase some bread and bring it around, and it all like just crumbles away into nothing when you're trying to trying to eat. Yeah, it.
4: This is a
5: public you service. I mean? is
2: this a, is this like a public service announcement. Yo,
5: audience, don't get dry bread. Don't-
4: yeah, so, dudes. Look, <laughs> I don't. I don't want our audience to feel like we're hammering them with, with. Um, I guess like feedback that they shouldn't be buying. Dry bread. Sometimes you go to the shops and you buy some bread, thinking that's like soft and moist, and fresh. When it's actually yeah, like dry moist yeah, and bread. moist, but then sometimes it's just dry and it's yeah. A but like, have eat. you have you like ever? We don't, we don't we don't want to offend anybody and their bread choices. But um, if you if you can buy like fresh, nice bread, not like crusty dry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever grabbed like? You know, you get like a six pack of rolls, right? Like you go to the supermarket, you buy a six pack of rolls, yeah, and you go to grab, yeah, I don't know, the first roll out of the pack, right? And
4: <laughs> I don't, I don't open packs of rolls at Coles. No, you and don't and test, test the bread. bread out. You- I don't pull, I don't pull one sixth <laughs> of the bread rolls out of the bag. Exclaim to everyone, I am testing this bread. Let us see if it is dry or if it is moist or if it is perfect. I'm not saying that. Like, obviously, you have, I, you
3: have to invest in the overhead. You have to invest in the rolls in order to get them home and then fondle them.
5: Well, yeah, no. just, just <laughs> look, look. look, and that's why we have pizza when we go to yours, not bread, because we don't trust your technique.
3: No, but seriously, anyway. like, have you ever, like, opened up the bag of rolls when you got home? Gone to grab out the first roll and it broke in half as you tried to grab a single roll out of the bag because it was so dry that like it lost.
4: I'm going to be completely, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to shatter Australia right now and say, since moving into my house a year and a half ago, I have never, ever bought bread rolls. Wow. I need to leave this
2: podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: so, so <laughs> uh Luke, you realise we've just broken into the uh, US market. Oh shit,
4: Americans, please don't judge me. I haven't bought bread rolls. I haven't bought it's bread rolls. Like Americans, right. rolls are so, like
0: riddled with sugar. Let me guess, somebody stole your sweet roll. Hey, I
3: ask little moss. No, you don't. Yes. Do you think <laughs> what?
5: I ask Little Moss things.
3: <laughs> you fucking just make fun of Little Moss intermittently, there's a difference.
5: Why do I make? How, why do I make fun? I never make fun. You of do. Little you
3: moss. make fun of my I name. I might like, just call name. me Moss, and then you call me Little Moss. Wait, don't you mean? <laughs> yeah, little exactly. Moss? So you just fucking did it again. <laughs> Go. Um, no, I'm, I'm just
5: wondering that that you know that the mark that the person we are trying to get the in- the uh, autograph from seems like she needs better security. Do you think? She, do you think she's hiring? Oh, get off! No, what? I'm just saying. She, I'm the only person. Well, me and, and Gage that she didn't see. We could, we could get a nice, you know, a nice, a nice gig going. Yeah, you do, you do, you man. Uh
2: you're telling me that all the reason we just got her autograph. No, for me, it was. It did, it. Didn't
5: you read? Didn't you read the the data packet of what we were supposed to do this this mission? What? How did you know what I to say do? It was the
3: strength of mine, reading things and mm. knowing what to do. Oh you think you think you're too cool for school? No it's think? just like you can't he's never been to school you can't tell me what to do. It's like you can force a horse to be coarse in
4: remorse. All right, okay, that's okay. Enough, enough from you. <laughs> <laughs> as, you guys- <laughs> now, as you guys are talking and sort of watching the um the cooking show that's in front of you, the screen glitches out. it goes black. And a font appears on the screen reading "Signal interruption. Please stand by." The screen glitches once again, and you hear a voice projected through the um, the sound system.
1: Attention, Dark Haven. Some very misinformed people broke into the night's club two nights ago. They conducted a heist and stole things. Things that are important to the Edict of Aya. I believe this man has some information. He might be a hacker, or at least have one working for him. Now, many of you may have seen him disappear from social media platforms all over the network. Oh, crap. If you know this man or those who robbed me... If you share any palpable information on any of them, you will be greatly rewarded. And to whoever broke into my club, you will return
2: what is mine
1: immediately. Otherwise, an extraordinary and ungodly amount of pain suffering and devastation the Dark Haven has yet to experience rain down upon all
3: of you. Whoa! Whoa, that guy's pissed off.
4: As this as this audio plays, there are images and video shown on the screen. Now they look like they have been taken from people's communicators, and they are various shots of Cortain at the Knights Club on the stage. As he's Ranting and rapping.
5: You, you mean D'Artagnan, don't you?
4: Yeah, D'Artagnan. So he's in the nice suit, but it's still Cortain's face. Now, within seconds, Cortain, your communicator rings. You look in your AR and you see that it's Cisk, who's one of the members of the Order of the Aegis.
1: Mmm,
5: I answer it.
0: Cortain, are you there?
5: Yeah, I'm here. Cortain, did you
0: see that broadcast?
5: I did, unfortunately.
0: Your face was all over it, Cortain. What have you gotten yourself into? It has been sent over every channel, every network.
5: Can you please get people to my family?
0: I've already dispatched a, a crew. I've sent 12 people to your your mother and your sister's building. They'll be there within... They'll be there within
4: 10 minutes.
5: Would I... Meta, could I get
4: there faster from where I am? Uh, no. Okay.
5: Yeah, this Edict of Ire, they sound like they mean business.
0: Cortain, we told you not to do anything. Cortain, what have you done?
5: Meta, did I know that the Edict of Ire ran the Nightclub? Club? No, I, not at all. I didn't know that the Edict of Ire ran the Knights Club. I was just doing a job.
0: <sighs> I guess coincidences, maybe the universe is against us at the moment. Cortain, I don't want you to do anything brash. I want you to stay put. We'll contact you if we hear anything. And I promise you, Cortain, I promise you that we will not sell you out. We will do all we can to protect your family, as I made the promise to you. And I failed you, but I will not fail you again.
4: And he hangs up. What do you do?
0: I...
5: Crack open a cold one with the boys. boy. Really? Oh. I can't get to my family, Sue, like, before them. This is a nice place to lie low for the moment, I need to collect my thoughts about what we're going to do. They've also seen your face.
2: Oh, they've seen my
4: face? Uh, in um, in one of the images, you can see your face, that's all.
2: Oh, they can see, see my face, well, my, maybe we both have to get plastic surgery or something to disguise ourselves.
4: Spigs, you get a call on your communicator, and you see that uh, it says home. And on your communicator, you hear a voice. Uh,
0: hello? Dad! Dad! There are some guys at the front. Uh, uh, they said, they said that they seen you with the guy who was on the broadcast. They smashed one of the shop's windows. I need you to get here quick. Mom's, mom's got the shotgun. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. She told me to stay upstairs, but I'm readying my axe. and I'm going to kill any bastard that that, that comes near mum. What the shit? And that's where we'll leave it. Ah. Dun, dun,
5: dun. Can we leave it with us running out of the bar?
4: Yeah. All right. So what we see of our heroes, our mercenaries is Spigs charging up the stairs, out of the bar, pushing past people. He flies out of the front door, running towards his truck. Cortain and Moss following him. Gage gets in his car. Spigs gets in his car, but Gage takes off immediately without any of you and speeds off into the distance. You guys get a communication with him saying, I'm going off grid. I will try and find out how they hacked the system and where we can find them. So Cortain, you jump on the back of Spig's truck. Moss, you ride shotgun and Spigs, you plant your foot to the ground as hard as it can go. The tires tearing up the concrete of the car park, speeding out into the street, down the streets of Darkhaven, towards your shop and your family who are in danger.
1: Will our heroes reach Spigs? Family
0: in time with the protection of the order of the ages will
1: contains sister and mother be fine I don't know. Well, I do but you don't and you won't until the mid Season break is done. So keep your ears open and get ready
4: for more tales from beyond the dice Hey guys, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening Thanks for uh, rounding up all of the cattle in my area and building a giant cow pyramid. That was pretty cool. I enjoyed it.
2: <laughs> we've got a bit of the uh, slice of the internet with, the, uh, hey, uh, it's uh, beyond the dice. Uh, we've got a, uh, you know, you know the the jizz. I'm just just. Uh, you know the That's, jizz. Uh, you know all the jizz. <laughs> yeah, yeah you gonna, do. All our listeners know the jizz. Uh, we we uh, have our own. Oh, we stole a piece of the internet with uh, www.beyondthedice.com and a uh, slice of Facebook as well. Facebook.com forward slash BTD Ah, uh, we have an
3: Instagram, everybody, at BeyondTheDice. And uh, it is is Insta-licious. In it's D N D RPG and really nerdy geeky content
4: area holes. Fuck bro. <laughs> Dude, you said you had that. I don't know if you really had that. Had what? I I blitzed that, mate. Like you
3: just don't oh, understand <laughs> dry humour.
4: We uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, we haven't done a lot of posting recently, uh, but you can find us at Beyond the Dice. Peter has his own personal Twitter at Rock Pete Scissor. And Crux, the dude who you hear at the beginning of the podcast and at the end of the podcast, he has his own Twitter, and you can check him out at CruxTales. Tales.
5: Thanks, guys, and if you have if you have any time, please review us, um, give us a good review, give us a good rate, so that more people can get exposed and enjoy the the fun times that, that we try to offer. But
3: enjoy the fun times. <laughs>
4: enjoy the fun times enjoy the happy fun times Um, everyone the best the best place to review us is on iTunes um, just because it is like the majority of um, podcast downloads goes through iTunes so if you can review us if you have the time just to jump on your iTunes type in Beyond the Dice and give us a review whether it's negative or positive um, we would love the review and we would love the feedback in saying that We will see you next year, my friends, my listeners, my powerful, powerful people. We love you and good night.
3: Happy holidays.
4: You know, like, your nose? Like, like. (laughs) Ooh,
0: nice.
3: Are you wearing a Minotaur's penis around your neck?
4: Here, okay, here's the truth. You guys know me incredibly well. Yeah. On my desk, I have uh, my glass of port, I've got a bottle of water, my dice, my pens, a dip, uh, and I have my septum pierced. That checks out. That checks out.
5: Well, except the last part. The, la- the septum pierced. <laughs> 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 Whoa! That, uh, that escalated, escalated quickly. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: so, Sorry, dungeons and drag-offs.
4: Oof. What's ha- Is it a dra- drag-off when you, like, sneak into a dragon's lair and the secretly secretly masturbate it? Well, and try this le- is a game of uh. the podcast. This is just
1: us
3: bad doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got someone to be? Oh, uh, well, bed. In my bed hole. In your bed yeah. hole? It's bed- nine o'clock! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man! You don't know me! You, you don't know what
5: I ga- got! You? Do you live in a Japanese airport? Shit! <laughs> what do you mean? No, what sir. Mean I that?
4: am a Japanese airport.
5: <gasps>
3: what? What do you mean by Japanese
4: airport?
5: Like Japanese airports have those like those like um, beds. And drag? sleep beds that look like like honeycomb. <laughs> Hold on, isn't we every just...
4: bed
3: a sleep bed?
1: Like no, because there are sex beds, sex you- yeah, d- bed. a racing
4: dragons,
3: sex beds. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> 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 it's like hey, uh, you finished in there you. They're <laughs> also called motel beds. Uh, uh, yeah, because they vibrate. <laughs> no, nah, they're called Airbnb now. Oh, oh yeah
4: really? that's true and there's a creepy guy watching from his garage yeah he's, he's like he's got all, his all personal cameras belongings. set up and shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's party I boy forgot. Byron he's set up an Airbnb <laughs> oh, this, this episode is gonna be an absolute bitch to edit yeah cause we're gonna <laughs> just, I think you should just leave it verbatim
1: <laughs> alright
4: so um yeah nice burp by the way who didn't Ooh. put their phone on silent come on oh that's it Spigs dies, suddenly. So
3: <laughs> um, Spigs has a messenger-related aneurysm. <laughs>
4: Bing-bong! It's your turn. I need you to Raya, roll... Uh, wow, cool. But you rolled a one, so you have to make a dex saving throw with disadvantage <sighs> With disadvantage, instead. disadvantage, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm an evil dungeon master. Peter, fuck. I, s- I
2: swear I turned
4: it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I
2: can hear it. Bing,
4: bing, bing. Uh, sorry. On the Ath Elite channel on the Wolfcom. Oops. <laughs> on the Wolfcom network.
3: <laughs> oh, you <laughs> yeah, think you're too cool for school? No, it's think? just like you can't. He's never been to school. You can't tell me what to do. It's like you can force a horse to be coarse in remorse.
4: All right, okay. that's enough from you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> As you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't forget to finish those drinks. Keep, yeah, on, keep on drinking. Oh yeah. Which is past tense.
4: Hold up. Just as... Oh, well, before we finish, let's do a quick drink update. Okay. I have now drank approximately... Whew. Oh, what's that? I've got... Uh, actually, it's easier to say what I've got left. So I've got one quarter of a bottle left, which means I've drank half a bottle plus three quarters. What's... I mean... Yeah, three quarters. How much is that, Travis? You know the math. No, theory. I
3: don't. I'm not a math teacher.
4: Ben. What? You're a science Go boy. Come on,
3: happy science boy. You,
4: you've got... Yeah, happy science boy.
5: I do you got You've got a, a few
3: stand-ups. You know what? You've got too much left. <laughs>
4: <laughs> why do you hate me? No, okay. All right. Bye, guys.
3: Wait, why are you the only um, person that gets to give a drink update? Good night. <laughs>